Hey guys and welcome to The Diary Pod. I'm your host and virtual best friend, Dee. If you're new here, this podcast is about just navigating through your 20-somethings. I am currently 20-something, 26 to be exact. And I am navigating through life and your life is lifing me right now. So therefore, I decided to create this podcast, you know, just to create a platform where we can all just discuss what the actual hell is going on in life (laughs) that is the shortest and most accurate way to explain this podcast but also i touch on very interesting and sensitive topics such as finances fitness relationships you name it i cover it because as a 20 something year old we go through the most and we need a little platform and a show where we can just you know discuss things and also a community of people around us that are like you know what it's okay we're all going through this you are not alone so this is what i do and um, if you'd like to follow me on social media it is the diary pod d double i okay guys get it diary pod because my name is d anyway so let's get into it so the 10th of october has just passed (laughs) and that was world mental health day and it was a very interesting day for me because it was the first time in my life i got to actually celebrate world mental health day now i'm sure you saw it all over your social media and people were really like posting about it i don't know what type of content you follow on social media but at least that's what i saw on my social media and it was very inspiring to read people's stories You know, just to see that I'm not the only one. There are other people that are also going through this journey of mental health and just improving themselves. And um, what I really liked and noticed is that it's the younger generation. And I'm talking about people that are like in their 30s and in their 20s. They are the people mostly that are advocates for improving your mental health. And I like that. I like that we as a massive group of people decided we are going to do that. We are not going to follow in what is so-called the norms of society. But we're actually going to take back ourselves, you know, from this little rat race that the world has created for us. And I really like that because you know what? In the end of the day, as I mentioned in previous episodes, you are the only person that can do that for yourself. And that is what... I wanted to do for myself. I wanted to improve myself and I just didn't know where to start. So let's take it back to the basics. So I'm sure you've heard about my story here and there. I usually post uh, little snippets about my life. Um, I'm not really someone that likes people in my business, uh, but I felt like, you know, with this podcast, it's better to be vulnerable and explain things from my point of view because I want you guys to see how deeply honest I am when I give you advice, right? And this is because I came out of a place where I really, really needed someone or something to save me. And when I looked up, I had nobody around. And um, yeah, it was, now that I'm saying it out loud and thinking about it, it was very sad though, but you know, you learn, you move. If you cannot find someone that can help you, you can always be that person for yourself. So let me start off with my mental health journey and why I 
really sincerely started this journey so as i mentioned before um i started my mental health journey this year or maybe not this year say end of last year but i would really say january this year right so january to october it's about 10 months that i've been on this mental health journey and let's just say life has been amazing ever since but if i think about a time before that i cannot comprehend how i functioned like that as a human why didn't i reach out for help you know but i also don't blame myself because i didn't know better i was just doing what i had to do you know the thing about society is it creates this rat race for you to um do things and do more things and do do more things and it just goes and goes and goes and before you know what you like 50 something you in the rat race you can't get out cuz now we have new bills to pay we have kids we have all of those stuff so it is a very brave decision firstly if you decide if the shit i'm going to stop and quickly focus on myself the world is not going to rotate of its axis things are not going to fall apart I just need to focus on me. And um for the longest time I knew that I had to take a time out. I just didn't know how. I mean, the thing is I'm a very intelligent person, right? So I like reading, I like researching, I like just keeping my brain open to endless possibilities. Now the thing is there's a difference between reading a self-help book and getting all the answers you want and actually doing what the book says. Now one thing about me is I know a lot about a lot, which is great. I pride myself on that. I know extremely interesting facts about mental health, the brain, the body, you know how it should function. However, I wasn't applying the information that I knew. So that just didn't make sense. Like make it make sense to me, but it didn't at the time. So um as I said, it was it was tough hey eh, guys like life was life was lifing me like i was out here getting grated like cheese but you know i still now and then think of that version of me and i still thank that version of me because if i didn't go through the things that i went through i wouldn't have come out on this end and been able to create a podcast where i can inspire other people to in short get their shit together So I do think about that person that I was. I do thank that person. I acknowledge what that person did. I'm talking about myself now, right? <laughs> But I also had to end that version of me ASAP and I am so truly grateful that I was able to embark on a new journey this year of just improving myself. And wow guys, it's been such an interesting journey. But let me take it back. So I came out of a very good and loving home. That's one thing I can say. Like my household never made me feel like I wasn't loved. Obviously, like every other household, my household also had a lot of problems. But there were external, let's say adult problems. It was never really problems that affected me. Unfortunately at a very young age my dad had to leave the country because you know South Africa was not doing the things with money my dad obviously had a certain level of um 
lifestyle that he wanted for myself and my my mother at the time so he left to work and i think that is when things really i would say kind of down spiraled for me um i was really close with my dad as a kid so if you have like one super close parent and not saying that i wasn't close with my mom like my mom and i were were good but i was more really let's just say a daddy's girl so when he left at a young age like my 9 10 year old brain couldn't comprehend that my father had to leave now for a better living but eventually i caught on but at the time as a young 9 year old 10 year old trying to understand that your family dynamic is now not the same it was so confusing to me i had the questions but i didn't know how to ask the questions let's put it like that and um you know since i was like 9 or 10 it was the beginning of my teenage years and now if i look back at my life i can honestly say i was one bad as teenager and i'm not meaning that in the worst way i mean like shit how i got through the things that i got through i can only be proud of myself because i don't know any other person that was that young that had to go through a problem like i did well my problem was you know my family dynamic split up things were going a little bit rough on our end and they were still able to make it out to the very end like sometimes my 26 year old self just when i meditate and i think of like me being a younger person i just want to give that younger person a high five like you did that you thought you couldn't but you did it you did it and you made it and you are fine and we are good you know and um navigating through my teenage years was 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 interesting i had what people would say a little bit of an attitude not a little but i had an attitude period i think it was this wall i built up around myself at a young age because i didn't want people to ask me questions because i also didn't know how to explain to people you know i grew up in a little town that was very conservative so it wasn't very normal for your parents to be married but the one lives abroad and the other one lives here you know so imagine trying to explain that to your friends like you're not able to explain that to people because they're not comprehending and i'm not saying that the people around me were stupid but they were also 9 or 10 years old so they didn't understand what was going on to them it's like okay and then <laughs> you know what i mean so um instead of answering people's questions i just became really harsh like i built this wall around me where don't ask me anything i have an attitude like I would personally say I was acting out. <laughs> um I mean I could have acted out in worse ways but that was my way of acting out. Like I was just very bitchy. I always had something to say. Uh it was my way of don't break my wall. I'm going through a lot but when you do talk to me there's a wall around me. And um yeah, you know when something like that happens at a young age you like your parents and your whole family dynamic falls apart you tend to look at the world a little bit differently it's almost as if you look at the world half empty rather you don't you don't look at the full part you look at the empty so you focus on the negative sorry guys i'm just having these little flashbacks of my childhood in my mind but whatever and um 
It really forced me to grow up really fast. Also, I had a younger brother at the time. My brother and I have a 10 year age gap. Trust me, I love my brother. But sure, at the age of like 13 and you have a three year old brother and your family is just not familying and life is just not lifing. Guys, it was a lot. So yeah, that was interesting. I think my attitude really became a little bit of an issue for me personally was when I started high school. Now, let me tell you, I don't regret having the attitude that I have. To this day, people know not to mess with me, right? And that's because I can, guys, if you need someone to put someone in their place, it's me. But there were some things that I shouldn't have probably done at a young age, but I did. Like, I was acting out, guys. I was projecting. Like, you know when they say that when someone is shouting at you or angry or swearing or has an attitude, they are projecting? It is the truth, guys. We project. So I was angry, volatile on the inside, confused. And I would project that anger and project that resistance onto other people. And I'm sure I would have met so much cool pe- so many cool people in my life. But because of that little attitude of mine, I really shut people down. But in short, I still don't regret it, you know. It's just who I was and what I was going through at the time. And as I grew older, I became a little bit softer, you know, I started letting people in because, you know, can't be angry all the time. I started seeing some good things happen in my life, like relationships started bonding with good friends that I still have now, Um, just overall started doing sports and things, you know, just to get that aggression out. But I always knew I had that aggression in me. Right, like if I get aggressive right now, whoo guys, all hell would break loose. That was me a couple of years ago. And people would just not mess with me. And it was okay. I liked it at the time. It's how I was coping through life. But guys, when you start building a wall, you're going to build it little by little. But you know what happens after a while? You isolate yourself. You create your own tombstone. And then when that tombstone isn't looking that cute anymore and you look up there's nobody around you and it's not because there was nobody around me it's because i created walls that were so high that nobody could come in and when my mental health plummeted i had nobody i could talk to and i'm sure my friends listening to this podcast would be like oh but you know you could have spoken to me you could have spoken to me but at the time I just felt alone at the time I felt like I didn't have people around me to discuss my mental health also because I was doing this whole tough girl act you know I um, my friends has never really seen me in a vulnerable place also I was usually the one that was motivating other people you know like a lot of people have been telling me since I was a kid that um, you'll be a great motivational speaker you're really good at motivating people but that is because I lacked someone that motivated me I would always motivate other people and I still do it to this day and I'm happy that I have that that passion and that skill and that gift to be able to motivate people and get people back on their on their shit because not a lot of people have that gift and I'm really harnessing that gift right now right but yeah at the time I just felt like I looked up and there was nobody around and this must have been like around 2015 2016 2017 right maybe more leaning towards 2017 2018 where i would just cry and i would just do the most like i would 
be so depressed and so angry and just upset with the way that things turned out in my life and you know the thing is <laughs> that when you're at that age of like 19 20 you feel like you must achieve so much and then if you don't achieve what you what society sets out for you you feel like such a failure and let me remind you besides my attitude i was a really big go getter like whatever i did i did it right maybe not my academics i wasn't really that interested in academics but everything else i tackled on in my life i went all out i was go big or go home i still kind of am but now i tone it down a little bit but you know what i mean So when things were not working out for me the way that they were supposed to work out because you know I graduated from high school really great marks the standard plan was to go to university study your ass off get your degree get the job get married um you know that is the the the, the lifestyle that they throw at us especially where I come from in my town it's very standard go to school get your degree get married and i like that for my town because it works for my ta- town economically and in all the other ways it works but for me it just didn't work for me like it didn't work for me imagine you are 18 19 everybody knows you because it's a small town so i'm really popular everybody knows you everybody's like okay so what's the next step and you're like i don't know Your parents are looking at you like what do you mean you don't know everybody else is starting to become doctors lawyers whatever they are studying at the time and you like I don't know and you take a gap year oh my gap year I think really started saving me as well was when I started working in media in radio and I would do these youth shows and I would talk to people about mental health and have doctors on my show and have really inspirational people on my show and that's when it kind of struck a nerve but I just wasn't there yet. So fast forward a couple of years later it is like 2018 2019 and I've had like a great career in media where I was telling people so many interesting things yet I was not achieving the things that I was telling people. Oh god guys it was hectic. And um I made this decision to move to Mauritius and it was really sudden everybody was confused i was confused too but i just wanted to get away from my problems i just wanted to get away from my mental health because you know the problem is when you are in this phase of your mental health you have no idea what's wrong with you you understand like i knew that there was a problem with me i knew that i was crying and i'm not a crier I'm not sad. I don't really like being in dark spaces and all of that things, but I knew that something was wrong and something had to change. Unfortunately, at the time I wasn't smart enough to realize, but just go to a therapist. Now I decided take everything and leave. South Africa is the problem. <laughs> and that's what I did. Like I just took everything and I left. And um let me tell you one thing that I mentioned this week in one of my talks was um physically removing yourself from the problem is not solving the problem like i physically left south africa thinking that south africa was the problem because you know when you're in that state you're like i'm not the problem everything around me is the problem they just don't understand me in most cases you are the problem where you are going you are going to be a problem so i am glad i made that shift because now at this age i realize that even if i move 
thousands of miles away from wherever the problem is. If the problem is in my mind, I'm just taking my problem to the next destination. And taking a problem to a new destination is nice for the first couple of months. You know, you're going to enjoy it. New environment, less people. You're going to convince yourself that you are enjoying yourself. And that's what I did for the longest time when I came to Mauritius. Because I've been in Mauritius now for years. I enjoyed Mauritius thoroughly. But then that mental health started creeping up on me. And it creeped and it creeped and it just got a lot and now the mere fact that I was alone and isolated I didn't have friends and family or nobody around me made it even worse like things just felt so real and so raw because I was alone I recreated the wall that I created for myself as a kid except this time I did it physically see remember before when I was a kid I created a mental wall around me right so you know nobody could get in And then when that mental wall was not doing what it needed to do and I was starting to cry or basically my wall was starting to crack, I decided to take myself out of the entire country because if I'm going to crack, I'm not going to crack in front of other people that I know because, you know, embarrassing. That's how I felt as, as a kid. So moved to Mauritius. Here I am going through the most mentally. And um, let me tell you, (laughs) a lot of people don't discuss this. When you have money and you have a mental health problem, I'm talking about like depression and all of that stuff. Money kind of soothes, soothes the pain, but not entirely. See, if you're depressed and things like that and you have money and you can buy alcohol and you can go to the clubs and you can go to the hotels and stuff, it feels nice temporarily. But in the end of the day, when you go to bed, those things will come back to your mind. And that was me. When I got to Mauritius, mentally, I'm not all there. Great. Mauritius is a vibe because definitely Mauritius is a vibe. I live on an island, guys. Thank God. But with that being said, I was also thrown in the mix of money. I had my own money, could do what I want. I met my now boyfriend at the time and we were just living our best life. Financially, doing the most making the the bags traveling you know we were doing the most but in the end of the day i was just not on the mental space that i wanted to be and that is something that i that i always used to laugh about when someone used to tell me when i was younger like i would rather be what did they say i'd rather be happy and poor than be rich and sad and that is something i couldn't understand And maybe to this day, I still don't understand it to an extent. But what I took out of that situation is I would rather be happy and rich than be sad and rich. Because it's nice being rich, right? If you have money, you can do what you want to do, right? But if you are sad, there's only so many things money can buy. And that's what I wanted to tell you. Like a lot of people say, ah... I'd rather cry in a Lamborghini. Okay, cry in your Lamborghini, but you're not going to enjoy the Lamborghini to its full potential. Like, you are going to purchase different things for you to do in this lifetime because you have the money for it, but you're not thoroughly enjoying these things. What is the point of having all of these things around you and you're not thoroughly, like, deeply enjoying the things that you have achieved? And 
that was a very confusing phase for me because i always thought like ah oh, all my problems really just stemmed of not having enough money you know but it really turned out it was really just my mind my mind was the problem so with that being said when i went through that phase of richness but sadness at the same time there was a few times where i reached out to the creator and let me tell you in that time i was also atheist <laughs> i had this atheist phase which is crazy because a lot of you guys see me posting um bible verses and things so i grew up in the church i left the church and i left that lifestyle because i just felt like nothing made sense i'm rich i'm sad i'm praying like it's just not what is going on and um but there has been times you know when you grow up in a christian household you are used to um praying there has been times like where i would just reach out to the creator and i'm like yo you know what lord i walked away from you but if you hear and you hear me just do something radical in my life i just want to feel that spark again like i completely understand when people say like they feel numb because you are going to feel numb when you are going through everything all at once mentally your mind is fuzzing it's brain fog you're forgetting things you're just living in the moment like it's a very volatile place to live in and i was like lord i can't do this and um i'm sure he heard me or whoever heard me or whatever heard me decided i am going to help this kid out and when i tell you my finances stopped just like that and the only thing i had left was my mental health it was a crazy experience and this happened like last year like the universe just cut off my financial streams because it knew the more money i had the more i was just going to spiral out of control i was just going to invest in things that were completely unnecessary and the universe knew the first thing that it needed to do or the creator knew the first thing it needed to do was to cut me off financially because diksha with no money is not a fun type of diksha to be around <laughs> but it was an interesting experience you know at the time i was really frustrated because i had all this money and now i don't have all this money and what the hell is going on like i was even angry with god for a while i was like lord what are you doing little did i know that he had to remove all the finances away from me so that i can become me and by that i mean is like when that phase of not having finances in my life came to part right i had to start reaching out and asking people for help something that i never did before i now look back and think maybe i was a very egoistic person or i don't know whatever other word you want to call me before but i had to become really vulnerable i had to rely on people i had to be grateful i had to reach out and these are things that i would have never done on a normal day hadn't it been for that money that i lost but it's okay because when i started becoming vulnerable and i started talking about my problems and i started reaching out to people for help that's when i realized but i can reach out to people for more than just financial trouble i can reach out to people for my emotions I can reach out to people for my mental health, my physical health. But now the next step was reaching out to people but reaching out to the right people because you can reach out to people but people can simply give you very very shit advice. However, when you have the right type of people you're reaching out, 
you'll also see that they will help you in some or other way. And crazy enough, when you have money, and my mom always used to tell me that when you have money, you have a lot of friends. Or what's that saying? When oh, something is dark, friends are few. Oh, I remember. When times are dark, friends are few. My mom always used to repeat these words for me. And it's true, eh? Like when you have money and you are doing the most and you mentally spiraling out of control, you attract a lot of different people. And you attract low vibration people because you had a low vibration yourself. Like you're not at your best version. So you're going to attract what you project. You understand, but wait till you are in the time of need, guys. When you need people around you, when you need a support system, look at all of those people. They disappear one by one. Those messages start becoming uh, a little uh, less. People say things that they're not supposed to say. You, You start to see people for who they really are. And it's a phase that I wish everybody could go through, not losing their money and everything, but just a phase that you could go through where you could just sit back and be like, oh, I see how you acting. I see how you acting. I see how you acting. And I am so happy I went through that phase of seeing how people acted and how they were. Because then that also gave me perspective of who I should ask for help, who I should go to to vent. And... It was an awesome experience. And then ultimately, last but not least, that is where the therapy came in. Once I went through that phase and I started realizing, but hey, you know what? I'm doing what I need to do, but I need to get in contact with a professional. That is when I started reaching out. And I have this therapist. I always talk about her. Her name is Rebecca. And I saw Rebecca's profile. And she knows the story. I saw a profile about two months prior to starting and i just didn't want to start i don't know if i was hesitant to start or i just put it off you know when you're going through those phases in your life like anything is anything and basically i had her contact details and eventually i was like you know what fuck it let me just start off with my mental health like i sat down i was at the lowest point in my life and i was like wow I really, really, really need to do life over again. But this time I need to do it right. What is the right, the very, very, very first step to becoming the best version of yourself is to get your mentality correct. It's to make sure that the people around you. So at that time, I already started kicking out all the people out of my life that I don't want in my life. And this included family members and friends them out then it was i need to work on my mental health because i knew if my brain works correctly and my emotions are correct then everything else will follow and let me tell you guys this is advice that i've been giving other people but until i applied it to myself did i understand the assignment so reached out to the therapist she was gracious enough to give me the first two sessions for free We spoke a little bit. I told her a bit about my problems. But I really took her serious because I knew that this lady is going to have to help me out and make me change my life. And I had two sessions with her. So I am going to put in the work. So from the get-go, from day one when she told me what I needed to do, I did that. And afterwards, after the two sessions, I felt great. And she was, hey, you know what? I want to continue sessions with you. And I was like, you know what? I really do need a therapist in my life. And she has been consistent every single two weeks. I have a therapy session. And let me tell you guys, therapy is interesting. 
because in the beginning of my therapy this year i had a lot of things that i need to do get off my mind and she gave me a lot of advice and i will talk about that in the part 2 next week however at the same time it was really good because i knew that i had someone neutral to talk to and what i liked about her is that she challenged me not everything i say is right and you know it is what it is and i'm right no she really really challenged me and that is what got me on my mental health journey the mere fact that i number 1 really reflected on my life and also accepted that i am in checkmate at this point and if you don't understand what checkmate means it means i don't know how to simply put it to you in a very shit position in my life in a very you know, I would swear in Afrikaans it's very vulgar but in a very cuck place in my life <laughs> there's just a translation for shit place in my life and I knew that if I'm going to start from the ground up I'm going to have to do it right it's now or never if I don't do it right now I'm effing up I am I'm done you know the universe only gives you so many times to reset and restart and um it gave me that opportunity now the end of last year and the beginning of this year and i had to take it some people their resetting is going to start maybe next year maybe in their 40s and their 50s and that's okay but you need to know when the universe is giving you your reset you need to be so in tune with yourself that when the lord or the universe or the creator or your body tells you we need to start from ground level up then you know how to do it right you need to acknowledge that moment and do it properly and therefore I am so grateful that I was even just a little bit in touch with my body to know that the universe is giving me a reset. I need to do it right this time. So that's a little bit about how I got into this whole mental health lifestyle. Next week I'll do a part 2 just to explain like what she really thoroughly taught me from the first session that we have together because I have a therapy journal and have all the notes. <laughs> so, I will definitely be sharing those with you and if you do need a therapist, she is online. Do send me a DM and I will send her details straight to you. Super awesome, really good at what she does and just overall she's intelligent. And if you are too shy to ask her any questions, feel free to ask me. I've been in this therapy journey now for like a year. Not saying that I know a lot, but I do know something. So do reach out. Head on over to our social media at the Diary Pod. That's Diary with two eyes, and let's connect. Let's build ourselves in such a way that when we start building, the foundation is strong as fuck. So to leave you on that note, thank you so much for listening to me, and I'll catch you next week.